Thank you to Walker Hayes for that amazing theme song. And fun fact, Walker actually has a brand new EP coming out tomorrow on June 4th. It's called Country Stuff. I hope you check it out and I hope you love it. I'm Betsy Spina. Welcome back to Celebrate People. You know that I love to celebrate people. And today we are going to be celebrating one of my favorite humans. We're going to be hanging out with Adam MacArthur. And Adam and I actually met in college at Pepperdine University. And he is an amazing actor as well as an amazing voice actor. He also is a ninja. No joke. We're going to be talking about that today. And you may have seen him in a bunch of different commercials, which we'll be covering in today's episode. You might know his voice from Disney XD because he voices that channel. He also played Marco Diaz on Star vs. the Forces of Evil, which is really cool. He and his beautiful wife have started their own event photography company called The Booth and Bus Company. He loves boba tea. He's got a really cute dog. I could go on and on forever about Adam. He's just such a fun human and he's super creative and I love getting to hang out with him. So I have a feeling you're really going to enjoy this conversation today. I am so fascinated by the voiceover world, so I just soak up everything Adam says. But hopefully you'll learn a bunch of cool new things and just have some fun. So here we go. Adam MacArthur, welcome to Celebrate People. So excited to have you on and to talk about all sorts of fun things. So obviously you and I met in college and um, I found this great picture of us that I know this is mostly audio, but I might have to put this on the gram so people can see. Can you see that? Yes. That is amazing. Anyways, I just found that and I, I thought you'd it. enjoy it. That's amazing it. that you still have that. I, I do. That's amazing. I was reorganizing recently and came across it. And I was like, I have to send this to Adam. And I meant to take a picture and send it to you earlier. But then I thought I should just save it for this very moment. It's like awesome that it was so long ago, but also like, dang, that was so long ago. So long ago. It's so yeah. crazy. Um, also, so so we met in college, but you have been performing for such a long time. I would love because you were doing acting first. Now you're doing all this cool voiceover stuff. If mm-hmm. I have that correct, you started in acting and then got yeah. into voice acting. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Can you tell us how you got started doing all of these cool things? Yeah. So, gosh, let's see. I started when I was a kid, just a little 16 year old kid. Um, I always begged my parents for acting classes and to have an agent. Even when I was like little, little, my parents were like, what, where the heck did you like, where did you get this idea? Um, but yeah, I always wanted to be an actor, kind of emulate what I saw on TV when I was a kid and in movies and stuff like that. Home alone, as you know, is one of my favorites of all time. (laughs) I remember watching that movie and thinking like, I want to do that. Like, I want to have fun. I want to be that kid. And, uh, it really kind of started there. Um, I also always loved cartoons. So, um, I started acting classes when I was 16 years old um, started at, you know, acted in high school. And then I got my first agent when I was 17, I think living up in Northern California. Wow. And, uh, started auditioning for commercials and voiceover and movies and all that stuff, um, back then. So uh, when I first started acting, I, I mostly did commercials and some indie movies and stuff like that. But shortly after that, um, and I didn't know this at the time, this was, I think around like 2002, um, there was a, the Screen Actors Guild was on strike, um, but I wasn't in the Screen Actors Guild. So I had no idea. Like, I didn't even know what a strike was at that point, I don't think. Uh, so they were casting some Macy's radio commercials that I ended up doing because I was, they needed somebody who could do these things that wasn't in the union because the union people, the union actors were on strike. So I did it. The strike ended during my stint on the job. So they had to have me join the union. So that's how I got into the union. Just what? Like, totally ac- accidentally. This is the best um, story. I love that yeah. I didn't know any of that. That's yeah. so cool. Yeah, totally accidentally. That's why whenever people are like, oh, can you help me? Like, how do I get in SAG? I'm like, bruh, 
<laughs> I'm the wrong guy to ask because I like fell into the union. That's um, awesome. <laughs> I feel like everyone has stories like that, though, that it just is like you're on some random project and it and it happens. Totally. You know? there, there, that's the other thing is like there is no one way, Yeah. especially here in L.A. Like there is no one way to do it. Um. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah started book, booking a bunch of stuff up there and then knew that I wanted to move down to L.A. to be an actor, but I didn't want to like move to L.A. to be an actor. So I wanted to finish up school. <laughs> so I was in junior college at the time. Uh, that's when I applied to Pepperdine and then came down, uh, finished up my last two years of undergrad at Pepperdine and got an agent pretty much right away and, and, uh, started acting from the time I moved down here. And then when I moved down here, it was all commercials and stuff like that. And then I don't know, I sort of just found, started finding a home and in voiceover. Um, yeah, I don't, I don't really know how it happened, but I'm so glad it did because I love cartoons. So cool. I, I just love your whole story. And I feel like the first commercial I remember seeing you in was the one where you open your car door and the car door gets slammed off. Yes, that uh, was for State Farm. That makes farmers sense. Farmers Insurance or one yeah. of those. Yeah, yeah. totally. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Totally. I, That's I, hilarious. It was so cool. And you were so great. It's one of my favorites. I actually got in huge trouble for doing that commercial. Why? Yes. So my manager at the time was like, bro, you just did. He didn't say bro. We didn't say bro back then. <laughs> I don't know why this, yeah. uh, that wasn't a thing we said back in the days, uh, but I, I basically did my own stunt on that commercial. So if you're listening to this, I pull up to the front of an apartment complex, like I'm there to pick up a girl on my first date. I open up the car door and I go back in, I lean back into the car to check my hair in the rear view. And as I go to hop out of the car, like right before I'm exiting the car, a van drives by and knocks off my car door. And so, so they were like, Hey, we have a stunt guy or you can do it and we'll give you a pay bump. And you know, I was 22 at the time. I'm like, I'll take a pay bump. Like, sure. Yeah. Yeah. Of course I'll do that. Nope. Got in huge trouble. I mean, I got the pay bump still, but I got in massive trouble. They're like, why would you ever do your own stunt? This is what professionals are for. And in hindsight, like a car driving by and crashing into the car that I'm in at 30 miles an hour is probably not a great idea, but it's kind of terrifying, even. but I love that you did yeah. it. And you were like, I can do this. Also, another fun fact about Adam is that like you are a ninja as well. And not just like, oh, I'm a ninja. Like you are literally a ninja, which is so cool. So you can do stunts. And I did you ever think about going into the stunt world? Um, yeah, I mean, of course, I, I've yeah, I've grown up doing martial arts at this point. I've been doing martial arts for the better part of like 27, 28 years. Um, and yeah, a lot of my friends do stunts and they're like, dude, you have to come do stunt. Actually, they're like, bro, because you can say that now, <laughs> like, bro, you got to come do stunts with us. And I, I just, I don't know what it is. You know, I was, I was thinking about this the other day because, uh, there's a guy who just recently asked me to do some stuff. And, uh, you know, I love martial arts. I feel like myself when I'm practicing martial arts. Um, it's the thing that makes me feel most like me. Like if I'm ever feeling aloof or need to feel grounded, or I'm not feeling like myself or something like that. If I go and get a good hard training session and I feel like myself and, uh, yeah, there's something about that. That's like, I don't, I don't want to do that for money Mm. or, you know, I don't want to have to hustle the thing that I love. You know, I think that's so smart. I think it's important to have a thing that you love that can just be something that you love that doesn't get, I mean, hopefully not everything's like tainted by work, but a lot of times that can happen that I think, you know, I think, yeah, I think totally. And I think if, if, if someone came to me and was like, Hey, do you, we would love to have you come do some martial arts or some stunt work on this thing. I would for sure do it. That sounds fun to me, but like the hustle of it, like the hustle that's required for everything here in LA. I just don't, 
I don't want to do that for, yeah. for martial arts. That's good to know. I feel like it's good to know yourself and know like what you want to do and what you don't want to do because you're right. The hustle for all the things is so, so yeah. hard. There are days that it's just, it's just a lot that you're taking I, on. I think, I think it's the thing that makes people quit. Yeah, for sure. You know, I, was talking about this. So Mike and I were talking about this recently that I feel like we were talking about the performing arts and he was like, I feel like in college, they should have like prepared you better for how hard it is. And I was like, no, no, I knew, like, I, I knew how hard it would be. Mm-hmm. But I also kind of thought like, if I could get one break that like the next thing would come and the next thing would come and it would just kind of like snowball. Right. I don't know why I had that thought. Like I knew it would be hard to get the, like the first break, but I always kind of thought like, if I can do that, it'll just keep going up from there. Totally. Uh, I wasn't prepared for like, oh, you might have a job right now and it's really great. And then it's over. And then you're like, what am I going to do? What do I um, do? Yeah. Yeah. So I feel like that I wasn't prepared for anyways. Yeah. I think with all that being said, it is hard and it is a grind and you have to just like keep at it and keep picking yourself up and keep knocking on doors and trying new things and adapting. And that can be exhausting. So it's important to pick, do like choosing to do that for the things you really love. I think. The thing, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Talking about that, like idea of like one thing leads to the next and one yeah. thing leads to the next, that, that was like something I had to really work hard to get past because martial arts that's exactly how it works. I mean, that's literally exactly how it works. You work hard, you know what the next step is, what you want to achieve next and what you want to achieve next. And with acting, it's just, it's not like that. It's not like that at all. And it's, uh, yeah, it's, it's hard. People always say like, Oh, what what's your piece of advice? And I'm like, you have to have patience. Mm. You have to have perseverance and you have to be comfortable in the uncomfortable. Ooh. Right. That was so good. Right. Yes. I mean, Cause you know, it's like, it is like, there could be times when you don't know where your next job is coming. You don't know where your next paycheck is coming. That's very uncomfortable. I mean, yep. when you start messing with people's money, that's like, we, we get uncomfortable. For so, sure. you know, are you going to be okay? Have you like set yourself up to be able to not have that pressure to book the next job, to pay for your rent? Um, so that when you walk into a room or you record that audition, whatever it may be, like, are you bringing all that with you? Like, it's just, there's so many, I don't know. It's really interesting. The whole psychology of acting and the careers that we have, we have chosen, you know? Totally. I, I always feel like that's so interesting. I know people say like, to your point, like, don't go into an audition, like needing the audition. Yeah. And I always thought that was like, well, who, why would they know? Like, or don't they know we all need the audition, you know, but there is right. something very, very different. Um, and yeah. the way you approach it, I feel like when you feel like you don't need it, you can just come in and play and have fun. And I feel like it allows you to be so much more creative than like, I must get this. So yeah, it's, it, it, it's kind of like, um, I feel like I've really kind of hacked networking lately. Like I feel really comfortable, quote unquote, networking. That's awesome. Um, and I've, and I was like, the complete opposite end of the spectrum for a very long time. I was like, I don't want these people to think that I need something from them or that I want something from them. It was like this weird, I didn't want to bother people or I didn't want to talk to them because I felt like, what am I even going to talk about without, you know, because the motive deep down was literally like, I need them to give me something or I need, I need something from them. Yeah. Um, and it's totally the wrong mentality to approach networking um, this is the other like bit of advice that I would give at this current point in my life to people wanting to act, build relationships. So, you know, we used to think like, oh, it's all like people used to say things like, oh, it's all about who, you know. And I used to think that that had like a negative connotation, like, oh, well, you just like take advantage of the people, you know, and stuff like that. But it's not about that. It is not about that. It's about how can you lift other people up mm. and building a relationship just like a normal friendship, right? Like you don't, 
you don't make a friend with the idea in the back of your head of like, what can this person do for me? Right. You know what I mean? Otherwise that's, I mean, maybe you do, but that's not going to be like a very fruitful or long lasting friendship. You know, it's like, how, how can we help each other? How can, how can I build you up? What can I do for you? And yes. um, I I've started approaching things like that. And it's really, it's the long game, but we're all here for the long game anyway. Right. Yes. You know, we're not going anywhere. So it's been really cool to see like stuff come to fruition, you know, from helping others. I love that. I love that so much. And it's funny that you bring that up. I had an acting coach who used to say when you walk into the room for an audition and say like, I'm an actor, I'm here to help, um, which I just love that mentality. And I feel like hearing totally. that, it does change something of like, oh yeah, we're, we're just like all here to help each other and we want what's best for each other. And like, how can we, how can we do that? How you can know? we do that? Yeah, totally. Yeah, totally. So cool. Well, okay. So I know we've been talking about the, the long haul and like the moments that can be challenging. We've had some ups and downs, but you've had yeah. this incredible VO career, which I just love recently. Of course, you have been like the voice of Disney XD, which is so cool. You mm-hmm. got to be Marco Diaz in Star versus the Forces of Evil, and you're doing a new show. Tell us a little bit about like the VO world and what that is like in case people are because I feel like a lot of times people listen and they're like, I want to do voiceovers. That sounds so cool. Uh, but it's a really hard world to break into. So it is. Us- but yeah, yeah, it, it's a uh, it is the best. It is the best part of the industry. You get to do so many cool things. I'm basically getting paid to do what I used to get in trouble in junior high school for. <laughs> <laughs> and so all those teachers who told me like, you know, go to the principal's office because I'm talking too much, like, look at me now. <laughs> um, so yeah, VO, I mean, it's, it's incredible. I would highly encourage anybody who, you know, wants to explore to definitely look into it. Um, I mean, other voice actors might say like, stay away, especially coming off of a year like 2020 when, uh, the VO industry really was thriving, um, during that time, because, you know, we record from home and all that stuff. But yeah, actually I can, uh, if anybody is listening to this and is like, I've always been curious about voice acting. Um, there's a website, the URL is very cheesy, but it's perfect. Uh, it's, I want to be a voice actor.com. Amazing. Yeah. And if you go there, uh, D Bradley Baker, who is like a legend in the voiceover community, took a lot of time, um, and effort to build this website that has a ton of resources. It's literally got like from, I know nothing to, I'm an expert, but I want to dig in deeper. It's got a ton of information. So anyway, I'm not affiliated. I don't get like money from D for that. Uh, it's just a really awesome resource, but it's the best when you believe in something then you want to tell people about it. So that's yeah, awesome. Yeah, totally. Totally. So, uh, yeah. So I worked on, gosh, what did you say? Voice of Disney XD. That's right. Yes. So cool. Uh, was on star versus the forces of evil for all four seasons as Marco Diaz. And then, uh, yeah, um, the show that I booked sort of during quarantine and during 2020 is an anime called Jujutsu Kaisen. And, uh, man, I keep getting, I'm just so lucky. I'm so blessed and lucky. I keep getting to work on like the best projects. Star versus the forces of evil was such a unicorn show. Um, it was just the best, uh, the crew, everybody, my experience on that show was amazing. Um, the show itself was amazing. Um, and now this new show, Jujutsu Kaisen, just won anime of the year uh, from Crunchyroll, which is the service it streams on, but they do like all anime and stuff. That's um, so cool. Congrats. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. And I voice, I voice uh, the main character on that show. His name's Yuji Itadori. And he's also just a really good boy. He's a loyal friend. He wants his friends to be happy. This it's show you. is crazy. It's me. <laughs> it's it is you. me. <laughs> It is me. Um, <laughs> yeah, there's there's so much crazy stuff in the show. Are, do you ever watch anime? 
Have you ever I, 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 a little bit, but I don't, I feel like I don't know that world very well and I'd like to know it a little bit okay. better. So yeah. Well, um, JJK, we'll call it for short. Jujutsu okay. Kaisen. Uh, JJK has everything. It's got comedy. It's got this like supernatural element. It's got some horror elements. Ooh. Um, and then it's got this like kind of superhero-y heroic element to it. And all of the characters are amazing. It's been a lot of fun. That's so cool. I'm so glad that you get to do that. And I feel like you talk about these shows being unicorn shows, but like you are a unicorn human being. So it makes sense. Stop that. It's true. Stop that. <laughs> no, I'm just a, I'm just a small part of, you know, but it's actually like, I appreciate that. That's very sweet, but true. I will say also like the cool thing about VO, uh, especially animation is how collaborative the whole process is. And it's one of my favorite things. Like I am, I'm a big team player. Like I love working with people on stuff. It's, I work so much better like that. I'm motivated to like lift the team up as opposed to just working alone. I have zero motivation. I'll just go play video games if it's left <laughs> up to me to be by myself. <laughs> um, but animation is so collaborative. There's so many different aspects that go into making something amazing. And um, that is one of the things that I love about it. So, you know, I, I appreciate what you said. Thank you. But, uh, you know, I, I do actually feel like a small cog in a big wheel, you know, of projects that just keep happening to be really fun and awesome. So it's cool. It's so I feel like it makes you feel so good to be a part of something that's like that, that feels so powerful and meaningful and like a great group of people all coming together. So that's really totally. cool. Yeah. yeah. What is it like actually like recording your pieces? Cause you talk about it being collaborative, but I would imagine a lot of times, are you sending in just like your pieces of things or are you actually getting to like go, I mean, pre COVID, you probably would be in the studio interacting with people. How has it been over this past year? Are you able to still like be in the studio with other people? What is that like? Yeah. So, I mean, it really is a project to project thing. Um, it's always different. So like for um, the voice of Disney XD stuff, those sessions, like my job, my work day is about 15 minutes. That's <laughs> so, so cool. I know <laughs> it's ridiculous. Anyone who has a normal nine to five is like, what the heck? Um, I'm like, oh, tough day at the office. I just had a 30 minute session. Like I got to go take a nap or something. Um, <laughs> that's. <laughs> but it's so much. Energy. I'm half joking. It is a lot of energy and I'm half joking. Yeah. But uh, yeah, <laughs> so all the promo stuff I record from home, um, super easy. And I'm either patched in through just a recording software um, where they can hear me like through the internet or literally on speakerphone where they're just like, yeah, yeah, uh, do that one one more time or do this one one more time or whatever. And then so I, cool. just send the, I just send them a file. So that one's pretty, pretty low maintenance. What else have I done during quarantine? I've done a lot of live action dubbing. So everyone's like crazy hungry for content right now. So Netflix um, offices in other countries are sending like their best of the best shows over here to the U S and they're getting dubbed for the U S audience. Um, so I've been doing a bunch of those. That's Wait, wild. That's so cool. Are there any that you can tell us about? Um, I can't yet. However, okay. I do know that one, the one I'm most excited about, but I don't know if I, I can't, I just can't that's say okay. it yet. No, no, yeah. I understand. Can you tell us what country it came from? Is that Korea? South Korea. Korea. Okay, mm -hmm. cool. Wow. I feel and it like it is a great show. It is so good. I can't wait. I can't wait to be able to tell you what it is. Oh man. Okay. We're going to have to look out for that. I feel like, so Mike and I started watching a show back in December that was a German show that was dubbed. Um, and we, it, the dubbing was so good and the characters were so good. We didn't realize until like halfway through the first episode that it was dubbed it like, so I just think it's so incredible what you guys are able to do that you make it's, it feel. Yeah. It's, Pretty fun. Yeah. And the the quality of these live action dubs is definitely 
getting a lot better than what, you know, I think of when I think of a dub from like when I was a kid and stuff yeah. like uh, the original Jackie Chan movies yep. and stuff like that, which I mean, I loved, I didn't, I didn't care that they were dubbed one way or the other, but right. Yeah. Just so, so like seamless now, which is cool. totally, totally. Yeah. And these directors, the directors who are doing them are really on point. Um, wow. So yeah, so that stuff I'm recording from home also haven't gone into the studio. I don't see any of the other actors. It's basically like this, the simplified version is it's me on a zoom call with an engineer and a director. And we just go through, I can see the, the picture that I'm um, dubbing to. And, you know, I just record, we just go through the episodes basically. Um, I have a question with that too. How yeah. many times do you have to watch a clip to like get it right? It depends. It really depends. Yeah. Some stuff first take you're done. They're like, wow. great, moving on. That was it. You know, if you think about dubbing and it's actually, so even though we're talking about live action, it's really similar with Jujutsu Kaisen because it's, it is animated, but it's also from Japan. So right. I'm doing the English dub of it. So basically whether it's live action or animation, I'm basically watching a scene or like, we'll say a sentence of my character and I have to take whatever. So somebody has already gone in and translated the original language to English. And then I have to take that sentence and make it make sense and give it like the correct um, context in whatever length I'm looking at for the live action, however long he's talking or however long the animated character is talking. So their dubbing is very, very tricky. Um, And there's a lot that goes into making sure that it's good because other languages have a a different cadence, like pauses are different. Yeah. Um, With Jujutsu Kaisen, the native language is Japanese. So the Japanese language has a lot of like harder sounds than English. Like we, we have a very like kind of flowy way of talking. Mm. So it just, you have to like figure out ways to add emphasis on certain parts of the sentence that might not sound supernatural, but then you have to find a way to make it sound natural. So it wow. doesn't sound dubbed, you know? Yeah. That's amazing. Yeah. And it's really hard to do from home. So the live action stuff is a little easier, but anime specifically the, like the anime genre, what you are doing as an actor is like vocal gymnastics. Like yeah. one minute you're whispering, one minute you're yelling, one minute you're screaming. And the next minute you're literally going insane. Um, <laughs> so um, this, this was the hardest part about doing this stuff during quarantine was, trying to be an actor, but also trying to be an engineer yeah, and make sure that you're like the gain of your, uh, mic is at the proper levels and all this stuff. So I actually recorded two episodes of JJK and then asked if there was any way for me possible to go into a studio. And so I ended up starting last September, I think started going into the studio for JJK and That's that great. was like the best thing ever. Yeah. So just followed COVID protocols and was, we were all very safe and it was just me and an engineer in the studio. That's it. Even a director zoomed in. So. Wow. That's awesome. I can't imagine you're right for just such extremes from whispering to like screaming how you like, how, how can you adjust for that while you're trying to act in a mode like that? It would be so yeah. hard to do. Yeah. While you're trying to act while you're trying to fit it within a certain time frame, you know, and sometimes it's like, you know, the line is like all of those things in one line too. Right. Right. So wow. yeah, it was crazy. It was crazy. That's so cool. I just think you're the coolest. I love all the things that you do. Have you, you ever had any experiences where you've like, because I think a lot of times we all put so much pressure on ourselves that like, I have to be perfect. And if I get this part, like, of course we all want it to be perfect, yeah. but I think we're all normal humans and we all have like moments of things that happen. Have you had any like funny or embarrassing experiences like that hmm. either with VO or, you know, yeah. 
funny or embarrassing. I haven't necessarily had anything. I mean, <laughs> okay. I have two things. I can give you two things. Okay. So one was a really long time ago. Uh, this was just like funny slash uncomfortable. Like how did this, how was this even allowed looking back on it? So, uh, I did a dentine ice commercial a long time ago. Um, and the idea was they, this like regular guy, me sat down in between a really beautiful blonde girl and a really beautiful brunette girl. And I looked at them and I looked at the, the voiceover was like dentine ice soft chew or dentine ice cool blast or whatever it was. And so I offered the soft chew to the blonde girl and I offered the cool blast to the brunette girl. And it's like, find out what happens next at dentineice.com. And it was like, that was, and then if you go to dentineice.com, basically we were, they recorded four different endings. This is ridiculous. They recorded four different endings. So it was like soft chew. And I give her a piece of soft chew and she grabs my face and kisses me. And that's the ending. Dentineice cool blast. I give her one. The ending to that one is she grabs my face and kisses me. Then there's another one. Rough where, day like, at work. Yeah. Well, this is this is the funny thing. Okay. So the audition for this job was me in a room. And I guess they told me pretty early on, they were like, we know you're the guy. We want you to be the guy for sure. So do you mind if we just like rotate girls in for you to kiss? And I was like, again, this is my early 20s. I was like, tough day at the office. I'm like, sure. Oh my God. Even though I said sure, it wasn't like I was like, yeah, let's do it. That's, this right. sounds amazing. Like I'll kiss everybody. It, it was more of so of like, that's very uncomfortable. Like, yes. Like, I, like, I guess I th- I'll do it. Cause I, I think have I'll to do that because you want me to be in this commercial. And this was back when commercials, like, you know, you could have a good year off of one commercial. Yeah. And, uh, they literally rotated. I'm not kidding you. I probably kissed like 30 girls that day. And I oh. remember leaving there feeling so horrible. I was like, why this is, hor- this is awful. Like what a horrible, you think about something like yeah. that happening now, now, like, yeah, yeah, hopefully it wouldn't, especially with COVID. Hopefully. It oh gosh. Yeah. No, I feel like it wouldn't. It's funny that you bring that up. I remember when I was back in New York, I got called in for, I think it was the good wife and it was just like a day player role, but all I had to do was make out with someone in like the lobby of a hotel. And I was like, how is this even a day player role? If I don't have any lines, like what? And then I didn't, I actually ended up not going to the audition. Um, cause I was like, I'm not, I don't say anything. I don't like further the plot. I don't come back for another scene. <laughs> like yeah. what is the point of this? Um, and I just thought that was so interesting. I'm still not sure how that was a day I was gonna player say, role. Did you, did you go back and watch the episode? No, I should, I should try and find it. You should um, try and find it. That and see what fun. happened. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's yeah. so weird. The things that we get asked to do, I feel like in auditions and you're right. Like you're, once you're there, I also, so I was a stand in, um, on a couple of different shows, but I stood in for the Carrie diaries, which was like the sex in the city prequel. Um, um, and I stood in for young Samantha who of course with Samantha, you know, she's always doing wild things. And I feel like just as a stand in, like you're not doing that much, but there'd be days that I show up on set and they'd be like, Hey, Betsy, are you cool? Like if we put you in handcuffs today and I'd be like, Yep, sure, no problem. We're like, hey, but just like <laughs> yes. so weird. And you're like, I'm here. And I guess I've like I guess we get paid have, for this. Yeah. yeah. Like what? Yeah. It's very strange the situations yeah. we get put in. Um yes. I, yeah. Obviously, and I feel like you and I are both like very respectful of people. And so, you know, we always do everything in a as nice and I'm not way kidding as you. Yes, I'm not kidding you. Without audition, literally every girl that came in, I was like, uh, is this okay? Like, are you okay? Like, is it okay for me to kiss you now? Like I literally asked that like 30 times. Cause you're ridiculous. the sweetest human of all time. <laughs> it's That's amazing. Okay. Wait, that was story number one. Is there a second story still? Yeah. So, well, you also said something like, you know, like wanting to do a good job and feeling like, oh, maybe you didn't do a good job. So actually with Jujutsu Kaisen, 
it was, this is my, fr the first anime I've ever booked and going that's crazy in to me, sorry to yeah, interrupt you. Whoa. No, that's okay. Um, I didn't, I didn't necessarily feel like I was getting enough context from just like the voice director and all that stuff initially. Um, I'm sure how he, his style was like beautiful and perfect for people who have been rocking on these kind of shows. And I have, it's not that I haven't watched these kind of shows or know what it takes. However, the whole process was new recording during COVID. Cause initially I was recording, I was recording JJK from home. So recording from COVID being my own engineer, making sure my audio equipment was correct, um, on a new show with a new director, uh, with a new engineer, with a new studio, like all of this stuff. And I was so nervous. I was very, very nervous. And I definitely think looking back, you can hear if you go and binge the first season of Jujutsu Kaisen, we still have two episodes left. So you can, you can't watch the whole season yet, but you can almost binge the whole season. Um, I feel like I didn't do as good of a job as I could have straight out of the gate. I feel like it was like, I feel like it was good, but I don't feel like it was great. And uh, I definitely am happy that I've gotten to like, you know, be on the show for the whole season and like, you know, have had an opportunity to sort of like continue to redeem myself and like, not, not that there was anything to redeem. This is like tough actor being, you know, talking, right. This is like the guy like you're, who, yeah. Being so hard on yourself. Yeah, I am. I totally am. But you wanted a story. So <laughs> I blame you. <laughs> I'm so sorry. <laughs> you're so talented. I feel like I can't imagine you doing anything. That's not perfect. Look, I, I looking back on it, I watch it and I'm like, this is, this was good. This was good, but it wasn't like totally dialed in. I can hear the inconsistencies, but by like episode three, episode four, I think, and, and this goes for the entire cast. I think we really locked in, started understanding what was required of us, you know, um, through COVID and all the like yeah. at home recordings and stuff like that. And now, now we're shredding. There's some, there's been some like really amazing episodes of the show and stuff. So that's yeah, so excited. cool. I can't wait to watch. Also, I feel like that's like normal for all shows. I feel like if you watch any scripted or you know like animation like whatever i feel like people it takes people time to like really figure out their character totally uh, just like we as humans are always like who totally. am i we're you always know? evolving actually what's funny is uh i just got tagged in a video on tiktok and the person who posted the video was like the the, the thing was like name a name a voice actor that no matter what they're in you always recognize their voice and this kid tagged me in a video and he had a clip of marco diaz from star and he had a clip of Yuji from Jujutsu Kaisen. And it was Marco from episode one and Yuji from episode one. And wow. uh, and he and I just thought that was funny. But I was like, I commented on his video and I was like, the best part is as the series goes on, Marco's voice gets higher and Yuji's voice gets lower, <laughs> like it's, which is true. So just like a testament to what you're saying, like the, the characters do change as the as the series goes on. Yeah. Well, this has been so much fun, Adam. Yeah, this is great. I, I love uh, just getting some time to hang out and chat. Same. I just think you're so talented and wonderful. And you are, I was thinking about you today and how you're just like, I feel like you're like sunshine and like a cup of coffee and a human being where you just like make everybody happy. And I'm just like, ah, I feel like I'm a better person when I'm around you. You make me feel like awake and alive. And like, I want to go look for like all the joy in the world. And you're just the best human. So. I love that. I feel the same about you. That's probably oh. why we've been friends so long. <laughs> it, that is crazy, huh? We really have been yeah. friends for a long time now. Yeah, <gasps> it's cool. And you know what else is crazy? There's not many of us from Pepperdine still left here in LA. That's true. A lot of people have left. Yeah. A lot of people have, have moved on and, you know, changed yeah. things. And I'm glad that you're still here. It makes me happy. Thanks. So I'm glad to be here with Yay. you. You're amazing. Thank you so much for being on Celebrate People and for letting me celebrate you today. You're the best. Thanks for having me.
How much fun is Adam? I just love getting to talk to him and I'm always so inspired by him and just love his perspective on life and all of his stories. So I hope you enjoyed getting to hang out with Adam MacArthur today. So cool to get to celebrate him. I obviously will link to his website and to his social media handles. Adam is great on social, so make sure you follow him there. He loves to interact with everybody and he does really fun like hangouts with people. I think I mentioned this in the beginning, but he loves boba tea. And so every so often he'll do like a surprise boba hangout where you can get boba and hang out with him, which is really cool. Anyways, I just love Adam and I hope you feel inspired by him. And again, with this episode, I hope it just kind of reminded you that life is the long game. And I know we all want it to be short. We want our dreams to come true immediately. But I feel like when things take a while, we actually really do appreciate them more in the end. So if you've been waiting for a while for a dream to come true, just know that you are getting closer and closer every day and it will be that much more magical when it happens. And it absolutely will. Thank you so much for hanging out on Celebrate People today. I hope you have a great one and I will talk to you next time. Bye. Yeah.